0: It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound 981 for C Spire customer. Now we go live to the studio with Jamie. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I am your host, Jamie Arrington. Here with your weekly break from all of the high resource five propaganda out there on the mainstream sports media outlets to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. I've got a great show for you guys lined up today. Got a great guest. We'll get into all that. Busy, busy time right now. Lots going on. A lot about to happen in in the uh, black and gold nation. If this is your first time listening to this show, we're live every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Simulcast on WFOR The Score 1400 AM and WMXI News Radio 98.1 FM in Hattiesburg. Also streaming on WMXI.com and the WMXI radio mobile app. Later tonight, this episode, along with all of the other previous episodes, it's up on uh, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. So... Had a great interview last week. If you missed the program, great episode with Car Shannon. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I mean, the 90s were a great time for Southern Miss football, and, and it's always fun to relive those those times. Um, go find us on iTunes. Subscribe. Give us a rating, review, and whatnot. Show us some love. Tell your friends. Let's, let's spread the black and gold gospel. Like I said, a lot going on. There's some stuff I didn't get to last week that I, I probably need to bring up before we get into things. Tori Bowie. Was named the Clarion Ledger. That's the uh, newspaper rag out of Jackson, Mississippi. She was named the Clarion Ledger Sports Person of the Year after winning gold, silver, and bronze in the Rio Olympics. So, congratulations to Tori. Southern Miss great. Then also last Tuesday night, I don't know that I, I don't even know if I alluded to it, but uh, former Southern Miss basketball coach Donnie Tyndall was interviewed by Armin Catan on 60 minute Sports which aired last Tuesday night on Showtime. Um, it mentioned another assistant on this thing. I haven't seen it yet. I saw the previews of it. I saw some of the newspaper articles. They mentioned another assistant who basically ratted Tyndall out, but, but the assistant was anonymous. If you really did the math, you could figure out who they were talking about. But they, they 60 Minutes granted, uh, granted him, uh, anonymity. He said that Tyndall threatened to fire him if he didn't do the player's work. He also said he covered for Tyndall during the NCAA investigation, and Tyndall told him he would be rewarded for his loyalty deny denies all of this. You are free to draw your own conclusions from everything, but but uh, very interesting that uh, it ended up on sixty minutes sports. Also, right now the Twins and the Dodgers have been unable to reach a deal that would send Brian Dozier to Los Angeles. There's been talk that the uh, you know the the Dodgers finally are sending their final offer, but the word is now that the talk between the two sides has cooled off a little bit, and for the start of the season. Brian Dozier will be with the Minnesota Twins. Of course, that's a very fluid situation, could be changing by the minute. So um, if that's something you're into, definitely try to keep up with that. Don't take it from me. But for right now, Brian Dozier still with the Minnesota Twins. After the break, you guys, I've got a great guest. He is uh, arguably and, and literally, yeah, I don't think there's any debate, he's the, the greatest rapper in Southern Miss history. Also played tight end. was a great tight end. Uh, Jonathan Massey is going to be here with us on the show. Uh, Great interview. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. He's uh, a lot of fun to talk to. But I really love the music. You think back to the Southern Miss music that's come out over the years. I can think about, uh, there was a few records. There was like the Napa Auto Parts album out in 1981, which is is great for what it is. There was another little, uh, Southern's going to do it again, another little, uh, LP, and then um, some. Some I think it was a white rapper made a song with Dustin Almond was playing that was kind of goofy, but um, Jonathan Massey when he came out with his stuff, amazing, very very gifted when it comes to uh, producing, putting together beats, and uh, and the maestro when rapping, MC, he does a great job. So that interview will be coming up soon. Oh, Lanny texts me. He says Brian Dozier to the Cardinals. That's what he thinks is going to happen. We'll see, Lanny. You uh I don't know if you're right at this point, but uh you could be. You never know when it comes to Major League Baseball. I also heard that the Braves uh were also interested in him as well as the Giants. The Braves just they didn't they just sign a second baseman? I don't know. I'll keep up with baseball once uh once once uh, fantasy baseball season begins. A lots been going on in, in uh Southern Miss lately. I mean Basketball's on a two-game winning streak. We're going to talk about that. You get the NFL playoffs coming up, the AD search. We're about to get into recruiting as well as the start of baseball and softball. I think we're like a little over a month away from, from baseball kicking off. Should be a fun season for the Golden Eagles. You guys come right back to us after the break. We're going to come right back and uh, with my interview with Jonathan Massey. To the top. Welcome back to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Let's get right into it, folks. My guest today, former Southern Miss tight end and uh, hip hop mogul. Yeah, Southern Miss hip hop mogul. (laughs) Please welcome Jonathan Massey. All right. I am here with former Southern Miss tight end and Southern Miss maestro so to speak, Jonathan Massey. How you doing this evening, man?
1: Man, I'm doing great, Jamie. Great. How about yourself?
0: Doing good. Always good to see you. Well, good to talk to you in this case.
1: Yeah, definitely. Same here, man. It's been uh, been a few months since uh, I talked to you when you were when you were uh, definitely getting started with this uh, to the top talk. So, I'm uh, glad to see that it's doing well, and you know, glad that glad to be on.
0: It's about time we got you on. It's been it's, it's been <laughs> quite a minute. Well, um, you know, first off. A little bit about you. How did you get involved in the game of football?
1: Honestly, um, I mean, it started out, you know, in Pee Wee. Um, I had older brothers, uh, an older brother that played uh, played football, played at Florida State. Uh, I had a chance to, to play for a couple of national championships, winning one and play in the NFL for a while. And so obviously, you know, you look up to your older siblings and, and you know, that was, you know, probably the first reason I got into into football and then. Uh, from that, you know, all of my friends were doing it. The people from the neighborhood were, you know, playing football. And so uh, it was just something that, that naturally I, I fell into, honestly.
0: So I guess your nephew would be the one, the uh, Mario Edwards, playing with the Oakland Raiders right now.
1: Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, that's uh, my nephew, man. Definitely proud of him, what he's been able to accomplish, man, following, uh, you know, in, in his dad's footsteps and, and surpassing uh, surpassing us all um, in, in terms of, uh, success and and uh, you know being able to to uh, make it to the NFL and and you know got drafted second round. I uh, also got a chance to to play for and win a national championship. So uh, definitely proud of him, man. He's worked hard and, and he deserves it.
0: You played your high school ball at Gaucher, and and you were one of the more highly recruited tight ends in the country. What was that experience like? The recruiting process. What was the, what was that experience like?
1: I tell you, man. It, it, it I didn't quite know what to expect uh, going into it. Like I said, I had a older brother that, you know, went to Florida State, played in NFL, but, you know, recruiting now is totally different than it was, you know, when I was being recruited and it was, you know, totally different from when he was being recruited. So I kind of went into it not knowing what to expect, man, but it was uh, interesting. It was fun. It was exciting. Um, You know, uh, definitely, Exciting, you know, to, to, to get out of the letters, uh, the phone calls from different coaches, visiting different schools, different accolades, going to different camps. Uh, it, it was crazy, man. I mean, um, probably when I think about think back on it, probably one of the moments that stick out the most to me, well, two probably. With, uh, one that stuck out to me the most was Mickey Andrews coming to, to my high school, sitting in the in the um, in the in the field house with me sharing stories about my brother because he was my brother's uh, position coach and, and defensive coordinator at Florida State. Uh, so that was that was definitely one of the more memorable moments of it. Um, and then I think probably past that, I would say um, doing an interview, uh, a phone interview with ESPN and uh, the phone beeping, and it's a reporter from Fox Sports. So uh, those are probably the two biggest ones. And then I obviously got a chance to, um, to, to actually commit. Uh, so Vanderbilt is where I initially went, uh, on ESPN and the, uh, during halftime of one of the ACC basketball games. So, I uh, got a chance to talk to Tom Luganville and, and, uh, you know, commit to Vanderbilt.
0: Wow. Well, you, you ended up at, at, uh, Colen for what, one season? Yep. What was your time like at Colin?
1: <laughs> it's interesting, man. It's, it's, uh, uh, Western Mississippi. Uh, wasn't much there. I think the, the, the biggest thing to do. Uh, or the biggest business, should I say, in, in Wesson was the shopping wash. Uh, it was a convenience store slash laundromat. So if that tells you anything, um, before, before, before going to Coley and I had Sprint as a, as a wireless carrier, I got to Wesson and, and the, there was one hill right outside of the dorms and that was the only place I had signal. Uh, so obviously I ended up switching to, uh, to, uh, Ceasefire in the secular South. Then, but it, you know, I will say my time at Colin was definitely a good experience. It was different, definitely a, a I'd say a humbling experience that made me appreciate coming to Southern Miss a lot more. Uh, made me appreciate you know what I had left in Vanderbilt, but really appreciate and take advantage of the opportunity at Southern Miss. Uh, you didn't have a lot of the um, you know the frills, I would say, um, but. Definitely met some some great people, you know, people that I'm, I'm still friends with to to this day. Uh some great coaches, Coach Davis, uh there who who's still the head coach there can't can't say enough about him. Um, enough good things about him and great guy. Uh other coaches, you know, like uh Coach Calvin Green, uh still there, whose uh, son is actually the starting tight end for Mississippi State right now. Which is funny looking back, he was only about ten when I was uh <laughs> when I was at Colleen. So it makes me feel old, but yeah, man. I mean, it was it was it was a really good experience, a, a humbling experience, but one that made me appreciate everything else that much more.
0: How did you end up at Southern Miss?
1: So, you know, when I when I initially uh when it came down to my last two colleges, you know, it was between Vanderbilt and Southern Southern Miss, you know, from the beginning. Um and so once I once I left, I mean, it really wasn't much of a much of a decision. Honestly, right after I left Vanderbilt, um I actually stopped and met with, with coach Bauer. Uh, he was, you know, still the head coach at the time. Uh, maybe I don't even think it was a week after I, uh, withdrew from, from, from Vanderbilt. And so I knew pretty much from the beginning, that's why I would go. I mean, obviously during the season, you start getting contacted by a lot of coaches, some, uh, who, you know, had recruited me right out of high school, some other colleges. Uh, but for the most part, I pretty much knew it was going to be Southern Miss, uh, Southern Miss after, you know, after I left Colen.
0: You ended up at Southern Miss right after, you know, right during the transition between Bauer and Fedora. What was it like playing for Larry Fedora?
1: Great. Great. I will say, well, let me, let me back up. You, you talked about it, it being during the transition. So I got a funny story I can't, I, I definitely can't, can't get by without. So first and foremost, when I went to, to Colin, Coach Hobson, uh, was actually the, the coach that, Took over recruiting me at Colin, which is interesting that he's the head coach uh, at Southern Miss now. But uh, I had actually called and committed to uh, Southern Miss, I don't know, maybe about a day a day or so before I got a call from uh, a reporter, I can't remember which one, from rivals.com. And they asked, you know, hey, have you made up your mind where you're going? Yeah, I told him, yeah, I just, uh, you know, just committed to Southern Miss yesterday. And the reporter told me, you know, Coach Bauer resigned 20 minutes ago, right? <laughs> so a day after I, I, I you know, make my, my commitment to Southern Miss official, uh, Coach Bauer resigns, and I find out through uh, a, a writer for rivals.com. So that was definitely shocking, but I had an opportunity to really speak with uh, uh, Mr. Giannini, who was the, the athletic director at the time. Um, and, you know, he, he he definitely told me they were still wanted me to come and, Kept in contact, and so once he hired Coach Fedora, I talked to him probably a day after he was, uh, you know, after he was hired, and and it's it, you know it was history from that. But playing for him, man, I, I really enjoyed it, man. A, a great coach, you know, definitely uh, a, a person that I would I would feel comfortable telling any student athlete, uh, aspiring student athlete, you know, to go play for. So I mean, I can't I can't say enough good things about him.
0: Well, that your first season at Southern Miss was, of course, Larry Fedora's first year. You know, the team uh, started off a little shaky, went through a rough patch, but kind of bounced back at the end. Uh, tell us about that that first season at Southern Miss.
1: Well, it was rough, you know, uh, to start with, I and mean, it came in, and, and obviously, you walk into any season with high expectations. Uh, knowing that, you know, the history of Southern Miss, you. Uh, definitely expect to to come in and and be able to compete for a conference uh, championship, but you know it just it, it didn't work out that way that season. Um, it was tough. We started out what two and four, I think uh, before we went on a on a run that that got us to six and six and and, and allowed us to be bowl eligible and go to the um, uh, to the New Orleans Bowl. Uh, that season was tough, man. We we ended up with a lot of injuries. We had a lot of guys that you know got playing time that. You know, we weren't necessarily planning on uh, getting as much as they did, but you know, with that being said, you know, it was always a uh, next man up mentality on the team. Uh, definitely the culture that you know Coach Fedora and the rest of the staff uh, instilled in us. So uh, we had a lot of people that stepped up and did some really good things uh, in order to you know help us get to that point and, and become bowl eligible. And, and you know, once uh, once we got on that run and 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 got a chance to get into the to the uh, mix for for a bowl game we knew you know there was there was no point in you know overcoming the odds and and uh, making it that far to to not close it uh, in the bowl game.
0: it seemed like there was a, a play and maybe they started using it that year but there it seemed like there was a fourth down play and somehow you would always end up open. you know what I'm talking about they, you they ran <laughs> it several times in your tenure. So,
1: I know exactly what you're talking about man it's um uh, forty six kick I think is what we called it um it just essentially man it it was you know I was always on the backside. it was it was uh you know Sean Nelson was the you know the the starting tight end at the time so I you know obviously and rightfully so he got most of the attention um and so we used that to our favor on that play I think he'd be on the front side running a you know what I I don't don't remember the exact route but you know I'd come down and and kind of pretend to block for a little bit and and once the the defense drew in and uh, stop paying me much attention, uh, you know. I slip out on the corner route. So no, we use it a couple of times. I, I scored a couple of touchdowns off of that.
0: Yeah, you did. I, I remember several times in your tenure. It just seemed like you just magically end up open, and, and and usually in the end zone, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Right, right. Well, you know what? I, I you know, I, I wasn't the focal point of the offense, so it was easy. It was easy for them to forget about me.
0: You know during that time I mean during your whole tenure uh, 2008 through 2010 uh, you played with some really great players you know uh tell us about some of the some of the guys you played with during that time
1: oh man a lot of great players man uh Sean Nelson, you know first and foremost uh the guy you know i, I see as a brother definitely southern miss uh, I, I consider my southern miss great uh play with uh, Jamie Collins at the time who else was on those teams man?
0: Uh, Austin uh, we
1: have a uh, Austin Davis, obviously. Uh, Damian Fletcher, DeAndre Brown. Um, who else was on those teams? Uh, yeah,
0: Gerald Gerald McGrath was on that. Uh, was
1: Gerald McGrath played? For the, got a chance to play for the Titans. She's what Kyrie Thornton who's with the? who's he with? Is he, is he with the? Um, the Lions. Lions
0: now? Yeah, with the Lions.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was on the team with us. Uh, guys like Corey Williams, Tumbo Abanaconda, who's a scout for the for the Falcons now. Uh, man, a lot of a lot of great guys, and I know I'm forgetting some people, man. But uh, no, a lot of a lot of guys that got an opportunity to, you know, uh, have a great college career, and, and and some that actually got a chance to play in NFL and, and are still playing now. So uh, definitely a lot of a lot of great players on, on on the teams that I played on.
0: Your second season, of course, the the Golden Eagles uh, had a, had another winning season. Came back and played in uh, the New Orleans Bowl again. Tell us a little bit about that second season. Yeah, it was,
1: it, you know, it was one that was pretty, uh, I looked forward to, um, you know, in, in that season, you know, Sean Nelson had, had been, um, he graduated and, and went on to be drafted by the Buffalo Bills and me and, and Leroy Banks, um, you know, we, we were looked upon to, to fill that role at tight end and, and uh, kind of share the load, man. So uh, for me, it was one that I, I definitely looked forward to. Um, you know, we, we built on the success that we had uh, that first season uh we're able to, to really do some do some things some you know build on, on on the things that we had uh not the first season you know that season I got a chance to be featured a little bit more really and truly man and the only thing uh only thing I, would, I mean I think, I think we broke some records that season uh we're able to put up some some really good offensive uh offensive stats yeah I mean that was a definitely a great season
0: you come back from your senior year, and I think you've got a stat that's that's extremely rare in Southern Miss history. You caught a tu- you caught a touchdown pass from VJ Floyd.
1: I did, I did, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, it was actually against uh, Kansas, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Oh, that was a great game.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, I, I think we we kind of borrowed the the Tebow jump pass a little bit, and we just modified it and used our running back VJ Floyd and. It worked out, man. It was it was definitely um, a great play, and if I'm not mistaken, I ended up on, uh, well, we we ended up on ESPN Top 10 Plays of the Day. Wow. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the number two play of the day.
0: One of the things that I remember from that, I mean, I was at the game, but of course I recorded it, but Fedora getting fired up in the locker room, I mean, what, what, did that motivate you guys, any, or was it just kind of for show?
1: No, I mean, you know what? He, he's one of those guys that you see him on the side. What you see on the sideline is what we, what we saw every day. Uh, I, I'd say a, a, a side of him, you know, he was also definitely somebody that was definitely uh, approachable and, and, you know, that, that you could sit down and, and, and feel comfortable uh, talking to, but no, he, he was, he was amped up and intense uh, the majority of the time, man. I remember he, he you know, we, we did skit night. Uh, I want to say my first year at Southern Miss, we did skit night, man. And, and you know, they, they, uh, I think it was the kickers, man. They they killed it with a skit uh, about Coach Fedora and his his uh, sugar free Red Bulls.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm watching the TV. I'm getting pumped, you know. I mean, he was he was pretty amped all the time.
1: Oh, he is, man. Great motivator.
0: Also, during your senior year, you kind of kind of transitioned a little bit. I remember probably about midway through the year, you and uh, another S- Southern Miss football player, TC Terrence Connor. Released a song called Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you, man, it was, it was really, you know, you, you haven't had, I don't know if you've ever heard the old Napa parts country album that came out like in the early eighties, but you didn't really have a, a song to really throw anything at the golden eagles that was really, wor- I mean, I heard one that was kind of goofy a few years ago, but like that one was legit and they had Southern Mist to the top in it to it. So as a fan, I was really excited when that came out
1: man, I, you know, I appreciate it. And and it's interesting because, you know, we weren't really, I mean, the song was just about Mississippi in general. Uh, We, we, you know, I teamed up, you know, throughout the time at Southern Miss, he sung, I rapped and, you know, it it became a a friendship, you know, and, 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 you know, we started doing music and, you know, we just wanted to do a song to to represent Mississippi. Um, You don't really hear or see a lot of artists from Mississippi, um, now a little bit more with, you know, guys like David Banner and, and, and a uh, bit and, and, you know, artists now, but, you know, not a lot, not like other, other places, big cities. And so uh, a lot of the things that we would hear from Mississippi didn't, I don't know, it, it didn't come across as the best quality or uh, things of that nature. So we wanted to put something out that represented the state that, you know, also sounded really good, put a, you know, and, and put us in a, in a, in a proper light, I guess, for the talent that's, that's within the state. And, you know, with that, you know, being at Southern Miss, you know, we had to find a way to uh, incorporate that in the song. And, and it ended up being something that caught on uh, and ended up being, you know, kind of the catalyst for the for the, the Game Day anthems that we ended up doing uh, following that.
0: Well, you mentioned the Game Day albums. I mean, it seemed like every year you came out with a different song and eventually it it kind of uh, compilated into an album. What was the response like from the Southern Miss community?
1: You know, that was probably. Um, and it's interesting because playing football there and and, and the uh, support that you get from, from the Southern Miss uh, community is, 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 you know, awesome. You know, it's, it's second to none. Um, But I, I, me personally, I felt like I felt more of the support and felt more of the, uh, you know, just the, just the, the, the excitement behind the music, probably more so than football and and maybe just in a, in a different light. and, And maybe it was, you know, more of, of supporting me versus the team as a whole, it, you know, so it felt a little different, but, you know, I definitely, uh, you know, had a lot of support from, from the fans and, and friends, you know, classmates, teammates, um, you know, just just people who were associated with Southern Miss and and, and took pride in the university. And it was, it was awesome, honestly, uh, you know, and, and especially with social media being a platform where you could, you could get it out and, and, you know, it, it didn't have have to be restricted to the local area. Uh, it, you know, it allowed even even people that I'd never met, uh, uh, people that never met me, people from all over, you know, the country who were who were Southern Miss graduates and Southern Miss fans. You know, were able to you know show support, and so that was that was awesome.
0: You finished up your career in 2010. Any any favorite memories from your time at Southern Miss? I probably
1: say the the touchdown in the New Orleans Bowl 2008. Probably the the my favorite memory. I say you know probably behind that would be skit nights. Uh, you know every every uh, fall camp we we do skit nights. Uh, each uh, each position group would. I mean you could do the skit on on whoever, but typically you you did a skit about your position coach. So I miss I miss doing those things, and then just you know overall uh, just coming together as as, as teammates and, and as brothers. You know working towards. Uh, the ultimate goal of of you know a successful season and uh, you know trying to win a conference championship
0: once you finished you know we, we talked about the album but uh one thing I'm kind of curious about how did you get into you know uh, making your own beats making your own music and producing
1: well honestly I, I mean I've been into music probably since I was I don't know if you if you ask my dad he'll say since I was about three <laughs> uh, we had my mom my mom plays piano and so uh, you know, we, we had a, we always had a piano or a keyboard or, or something at home. And, you know, he said around three, I, you know, I would always reach up and try to hit, try to find the bass key. So he'll say it since about three. Uh, I say probably since about nine or ten, started playing drums at church. Um, and, and, and from that, like I said, my mom played the keyboard. So naturally, that was something that I gravitated to, to, um, trying to work on a little bit as well. Um, so, but from there, that's, uh, kind of where it went. My mom writes, And then I had a, a, another older brother, uh, Taiwan, uh, who who rapped, you know, when I was younger. And so, you know, once again, kind of looking up to those older brothers as as influences, uh, I kind of got into the music in that aspect.
0: Probably your greatest musical accomplishment. You, you created the theme song for the airing it out podcast. And, uh, I get, compl- <laughs> that's my other podcast for the fans who haven't listened. Um, been on hiatus, but it's about to come back. Uh, but it, man, it, it really set the tone for everything. And it kind of really, it kind of gives me a little credibility there to have kind of an original song that's, that's that good. So much appreciated.
1: Hey, no problem. I appreciate you, uh, you know, uh, thinking of me when you, when you were putting it together and, and trusting that, uh, I do a good enough job for you.
0: We got to keep it in the family.
1: definitely definitely
0: (laughs) well you mentioned earlier that you were recruited by jay hobson what are your thoughts on jay hobson and and him as the head coach at southern miss right now
1: you know he he has great experience from big colleges little colleges throughout the state of mississippi um and, and you know from from my experience uh with him recruiting me and just seeing what he's been able to do at different stops along the way uh, as a as a recruiter, man, I, I feel very good about it. I feel confident about it. um Obviously, you know this season started off really well. uh We finished strong. um You know, once once Nick Mullins got hurt, you know, we kind of had a little lull. But I mean, you know, who, who who doesn't have those whenever the starting quarterback goes out? So, uh, I mean, I'm I'm confident. You know, I, I had a chance to see what he what he did at Allcorn and, and really really turn that program around and, and put them in a, in a good direction. So. I feel really good about them, feel good about where Southern Miss is headed and, you know, who we have at the helm.
0: Well, we certainly appreciate you coming on today. Do you have any final thoughts for the Southern Miss fans out there?
1: Southern Miss to the top, you know, um, obviously. But I think, you know, uh, ultimately just keeping the faith in the Golden Eagles and and, uh, making sure that, you know, uh, we always uh, support our, 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 our teams, you know, our student athletes, our students, the university. Um, you know, that's what that's what, uh, you know, makes it a great university. And, and, you know, that's what makes makes me love it and makes me a proud alum uh, of the university. So just keep doing what we've been doing.
0: We are back. Welcome back to To The Top Talk with uh, me, Jamie Arrington. I can I can only say my name so much without you guys thinking that I'm a ham. You know what? Let's talk basketball. We haven't talked basketball much lately, and there's actually a little bit to be excited about right now. The Golden Eagles are on a two-game winning streak after the return of uh, standout point guard Kyrie Price. Uh, the Golden Eagles now sit at 5-10, and 2-1 in Conference USA. That's uh, tied for third place in the conference if you go by the Conference USA record. So, hey... That's progress. This past Thursday, the Golden Eagles defeated Texas San Antonio right here in Hattiesburg, 77 to 59 at the greenhouse. Kari Price? It's kind of like one of those words like uh brewery, or I can't sound say it without sounding intoxicated. Kari Price and Quentin Campbell, 20 points each. And that one is the Golden Eagles start this two-game winning streak. Then on Saturday. Tim Floyd returns to Reed Green Coliseum with uh, yet another and leaves with another loss. Southern Miss wins that one 73 to 65. Quentin Campbell goes off 24 points and 10 rebounds. Now we, we do have a two game winning streak. You guys remember where we were at uh, over a week ago. We're, we're improving. The Golden Eagles up three spots in the RBI from 349 to 346. Of course, we defeated the uh, 318th-ranked team, Texas-San Antonio, and the 350th-ranked team, uh, UTEP. But, hey, a win's a win. You can tell this is a completely different basketball team with price on the floor. This Thursday, the Golden Eagles will be on the road at Old Dominion, 7 p.m. That's on January the 12th. Then, on January the 14th, Saturday, we will be at Charlotte. Do they still call them UNCC? I don't know. Everything I've seen is shortened at the Charlotte. I'm old school. We're going to go with UNCC, 7 p.m. So uh, hopefully the Golden Eagles can keep it going this week. Old Dominion is going to be a little tougher than uh, than the past few games we've played Is they're sitting at a 10-6 and 6 record overall with an RPI of 114. Also in basketball news this week, we have a commitment from uh, – the leading scorer in uh, Mississippi right now in high school, Ladavius Drain, a six-four guard from Calhoun City. Right now he's averaging 34.3 points and 9.4 rebounds a game. So, hey, I hope he's always cracked up to be. Come on down. Let's play some basketball. Women's basketball right now the Lady Eagles sit at 10 and 5 they are also 2 and 1 in conference USA this past Thursday the 5th the Golden Eagles defeat Texas San Antonio on the road 69 to 68 and then on Saturday also with the two game sweep this week Southern Miss women defeat UTEP 79 to 68 this coming Thursday the Lady Eagles will host Old Dominion at 6 p.m. and then on Saturday the 14th, they will host Charlotte at 4 p.m. So two games for the Lady Eagles at home this week. Go out and support them. I I think they, they they hopefully they'll make some waves in the tournament in the uh, conference tournament and then pass that this year. Football news this week: uh, it was announced we have a new offensive line coach, Eric Losey. He came to, is coming to us from East Tennessee State, where he was uh, – that's his alma mater. Before that, he was on staff at Alcorn with Coach Hobson. And I think he spent some time at Florida State, uh, among other places. But uh, everything I've read on the guy, i don't never met him, don't know much about him. But everything I've read, he's a very charismatic guy. And uh, hopefully he'll be a good fit here uh, in the offensive line coach position. Signing day is coming up. Only a few weeks away. Uh, the next few weekends, uh, I think the twentieth, uh, the twenty seventh, twenty eighth, we've got some some big time recruits coming to campus. Uh, we'll get more into that over the next few weeks. But signing day will be Wednesday, February the first. Not very far away. I'm sure there's going to be some signing day party announcements. I'll have those here for you on the show. Of course, if you want to follow up, <laughs> follow this other miss account on Twitter, Facebook, they'll have all that information. But I'm not going to let you down, Golden Eagle fans. In the NFL this week, the playoffs are underway. This past weekend, two of the Golden Eagles, uh, former Golden Eagles, fell out of playoff contention. Jalen Rashard with the Oakland Raiders had a great game, especially uh, returning kickoffs and punts. Two kick returns for 38 yards, with a long of 20, and then five punt returns for 68 yards, one of those going for 37. They fell to the Houston Texans, uh, which has another Southern Miss alum. Chris Clark, did a, did a, I thought he did a pretty solid job there at the tackle position this week. His Houston Texans will be moving on to take on the New England Patriots this weekend. God bless you. Then Kyrie Thornton was playing for the Detroit Lions. He had two tackles against the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, of course, the Lions now eliminated from playoff contention as well, but we have one Golden Eagle left. Defensive tackle. I think he's playing defensive end for the Chiefs. Raheem nunez Rochez with the Kansas City Chiefs. They will be taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers, which could very well be the game of the weekend. I'm I'm really looking forward to that one out of all the games on the NFL slate. Um, Hopefully, hey, hopefully both teams can win. Hopefully Chris Clark and his Houston Texans can defeat the Patriots. I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but stranger things have happened. And then hopefully, uh, Raheem Nunez Rochez or Nacho, as they call him, can get the win over the Steelers. And if that happens, Clark and Rochez would be battling each other for a trip to the Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens. I, if if the Saints aren't in, if the Bears aren't in, I'm, I'm I'm rolling with the Southern Miss guys. I think the Patriots. You know, when they traded Jamie Collins, I think they just threw it all out the window. I hope they did. I mean, it, you just ruined my whole playoff watching season by getting rid of Jamie Collins, because I really felt like Jamie Collins. Uh, I felt like they had in him to make another run, and they may still do it. But I want Jamie to get. I want a Southern Miss person in the Super Bowl. the The teams in the NFC I'm so bored by right now. i I'm, I'm not a fan of the Cowboys. I'm obviously not a fan of the Falcons. Being a, a real Saints fan, and then you obviously aren't going to be a fan of the Seahawks if that's also the case. And the Packers, you know, you still kind of have the the Favre-Rodgers thing looming overhead, even though it seems like they've gotten past it. And as a Bears fan, it's tough being a Packers fan, too. So, hopefully, this Super Bowl season will be a lot of fun for us. Hopefully, the playoffs will be great this weekend. Go Chiefs. Go Texans. Let's get it done. Come right back to us after the break. We're going to shut it down. Right here on To The Top Talk. Shut it down. I got to give a shout out. I try to give a shout out to at least one listener every week. Let's give a shout out to my man Robert Ingram, listening down there in LA, Lower Alabama. This show has now been listened in, to in 14 countries and 31 states, according to the stats that track where my podcast is listened to, and in whoever's listening on the radio too. I don't. I don't have any access to that. But 14 countries, 31 states. Uh, we're, we're making some 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 headway in the the world of uh, Golden Eagle Athletics. Special thanks to my guest tonight, Jonathan Massey. You can follow him on Twitter at the underscore real underscore J Mass. You can follow us on Twitter at to the top talk. You can follow me on Twitter at Jamie underscore Arrington. Uh, If you want to keep up with my comedy shows at Hub City Comedy on Facebook as well to the top talk. Jamie Arrington Comedy Hub City Comedy the score 1400 and WMXI. My next comedy show. I am actually going to be in Poplarville, Mississippi, this Saturday night, January the fourteenth, with my good friends T. Ray Bergeron and David W. Smith, it, it will be at the Dixon Theater, five o two South Main Street, of course in Poplarville. Tickets are ten dollars. Uh, show is eighteen and up. Doors open at six p.m. Show starts at seven. So looking for a good time to afford uh, to a good time, a great show with all of our friends down in Pearl River County. Um, also, want to want to give a, a shout out on an event that's coming up. Uh, it's a benefit for a uh, Golden Eagle alum, his daughter, uh, Lynn and, and Andrea Carter, uh, their daughter, Noel, uh, recently was diagnosed with liver cancer. So some people threw together a uh, 5K. It's called uh, No Strong. That's uh, N-O-E, Strong. 5K Run and Walk, Saturday, February the 4th at 7 a.m. It will be at the Seminary School Multipurpose Building. If you go on you search for No Strong, uh, you'll be able to find the event on Facebook uh, and, you know, a, a, a lot of folks – in the Hattiesburg area, you know, are, are attending or on the event. So so get on Facebook and, and look for that event. Uh, a great cause uh, to a uh, former Golden Eagle. Uh, next week's show, we're going to be talking about, of course, the NFL playoffs. Hopefully we'll have some Golden Eagles left. Uh, basketball as well as the athletic director search. You know, all, all that's been talked about now well, as far as the athletic director search is uh, just rumor. Really haven't heard anything substantial as far as – who the actual candidates are. It's all about the rumored candidates. So hopefully we'll get some clarification within the week on on some names we can kind of lock down as being possible candidates. We'll see what happens. We need you. Whoever you are, we need you. Come Come on out. Well, I thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. And as always... Southern Miss to the top. Talk. I'm just kidding. I thought we were shutting down. We're not shutting down. The clock threw me off. Come on. Here's the music. You guys ready? I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm sitting here looking at this. I knew we were trying to shut it down. We're going to do the to the top talk again, part again. But anyways, uh, a couple names that have been thrown out for athletic director. Uh, Ken Higgenauer, uh, senior athletic director for inter- internal operations at USM as well as Daniel Fig. Interesting name. Look him up. Damon Evans, the Executive Athletic Director at Maryland. Now let's shut it down. Thank you guys so much for listening. This podcast will be up later tonight on iTunes, Google Cloud, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Thank you for listening as always. So the Miss to the top. Talk.